Welcome to the Curator Salon podcast. I'm Gita Joshi, and today my guest is Anne-Claire Fleer. Welcome, Anne. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Let's start at the beginning of your journey, because I know you haven't been an artist for decades at all. True. Um, how did that all start? So I actually used to work in finance. And, um, well, funnily enough, that is the furthest you can get from art, I guess. So while I was working there, I suddenly got burned out. It was a surprise to myself. So I was at home for eight months trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And when I was very tiny, I loved art. I can stop drawing, coloring, painting. Um, but I kind of forgot about that part of myself. And I was quite uh, into sports. So I play tennis on a high level. And I always thought that art and sports couldn't go together. This limiting belief that I told myself. Um, and when I stopped playing tennis because of injuries and I went into finance, I just never thought about it again. And being at home, I tried to look for ways that make me happy. And I was like, I used to love art. Why not start that again? And I started and I couldn't stop. So um, moved. that was when I was back in the Netherlands. I'm originally from the Netherlands. Then I moved to London to follow my boyfriend here. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do some more art. But then my ego played up, got a job offer, worked at the startup for eight months and um, realized that that wasn't what I wanted to do. So I immediately quit my job when I felt that that wasn't giving me any energy and uh, became a professional artist. That's amazing. And now your work actually involves um, painting experiences with people as well, because it's not yes. just about selling the final canvases. Was that always an integral part of what you wanted to do? No. So when I quit my job, I started doing abstract art. I already did that on the sides, like for a while, but I wasn't thinking about like selling it. But because I have a background in business, I thought like, how can I combine all of it? So I started doing abstract art on canvas and I wanted to go bigger and bigger. And I had all these big artworks. And then one of my friends, a photographer was like, why don't we do a collaboration? It's like, sure. What are we going to do? And she's like, you know what? I'll come over on Sunday. I bring my sister. She is a nude model for live drawing at universities. Why don't we do some body painting and I take the photos? So I was like, sure, let's do it. So she came and it was like, what are we actually going to like body paint? And I had some of my bigger works in the background. So we're like, you know what? We're going to do the same. So I'm going to let her blend in. And I started doing that and we're a few, like a few hours in and you know that moment when you have like, okay, but this is it. Like, I was super tired. I had like, I had a party before. I didn't sleep much, and I just gained. I got so much energy from doing it. It's like, oh, I love this. And then she took the photographs, and um, a few days later, I saw the results, and I was like, hmm, I've always done photography. That was the creative thing that I did on the side, uh, even when I was in finance you know what, I want to do this myself. I can do this myself. So I invited her to the next one, but then she couldn't make it. I was like, you know, this is like, this is my sign. I now need to do it myself. And I started doing it myself and then I loved it even more. And I never stopped. Amazing. Yeah. So when you were doing that, were you, you were painting yourself? No. Uh, so the first time was with her sister. And then I posted something on social media and I went to a live drawing class and I spoke to the model there and she was like, you know what? I actually live next to you in Dalston. Um, why don't we do a session together? It would be so much fun. So that was the second time. And I started posting it on social media more. And then my friends were like, hey, but I want to do a session as well. And it kept on going like very naturally. And after a while, I was like, hey, there must be a demand for it. Um, 
So it's like, how can I kind of commercialize this in a way? Because I love what I do. So it started more as an experiment and it's grown into something that's way bigger. And now I've got at least two to three sessions a week. And I work together with Airbnb Experiences. And I've traveled a lot in my life. So for me, it's amazing that all these women from all over the world sign up. And it's literally turned into something that's all about women empowerment. Whereas when I started, it was just about experimenting for myself. And now I've got all these big ideas of what I want to do. And it's all like about like, oh, all the women are welcome. And like all the sizes, all the form shapes, colors, like it's amazing. And a lot of the messaging around your work is around body positivity as well. So how has it evolved from painting for yourself into female empowerment? It No, that actually happened while... Mm. I got onto Airbnb. So I saw the people that started signing up mm. and they all came with their own inspiring stories and they all had like a history. And the reason that they wanted to do it was because they either felt insecure about their bodies um, or they overcame something like anorexia or alpecia or anything and they wanted to celebrate their bodies. And like, Myself, having played tennis at a high level, I got injured when I was 16. So I've always dealt with negativity around my body being like, oh, it's never supporting me in the way that I want and always like being negative around it and having anxieties about my body not being strong enough. Um, so I think that's why it clicks so well as well because I heard all these stories and I've dealt with a lot myself and that's when it became something bigger. And now... Because I'm promoting also that part, it attracts those people as well. So it's this kind of snowball effect, I guess. So do you only work with women? Um, no, but that's what I really focus on. Because like I've done couples quite a bit. Um, and I've promoted that as well. Because I think it's interesting to see a couple. Um, I've done men as well. But what I really like about women is that they have a certain vulnerability that they have to go through and of course men have that as well but I think they're already more used to being more naked whereas women they come in and because I never work with models but only real women um, they come in they're a bit giggly they've never done something like it it's like a step that they have to overcome and they sit on my couch and we like get to know each other in a bit like Haha, like I'm gonna do this I didn't really tell people or I did but they think I'm crazy and am I really gonna do this and I'm like, yeah, no worries. Like, let's do this. You can do this. And then uh, we start and they like they start with body butter. And um, I just chat to them and get to know them while I'm painting. And they start opening up. They start feeling vulnerable. And I hear like their life stories. It's amazing. And we share. And then afterwards, they just get more and more paint on them. And that kind of makes them feel like they have a suit on. So they get into this magical place where they feel very confident and they're literally celebrating their bodies and like we do the photography and they're posing and then they take a shower afterwards and the magic is gone because it was in that moment and we've created that together so I think that's what I really like about working with women that I haven't really experienced in working with couples or men um, and that's why because I see them grow and that's what I really want to be working on towards the future as well. So the, the experience is actually part of their own journey of growth as well. Totally, yeah. yeah. What do your clients actually leave with? Because obviously they're coming here for an experience, but do they actually get anything to take away? Yeah, totally. So uh, they come here. They either, depending on the package they choose, they uh, have a canvas that I choose for them, 
or they choose between three canvases, which colors they prefer, um, that canvas is going to be the backdrop of our session. And I paint them in the same style so that they blend in or like camouflage in front of it. Um, we take photographs together, I edit the photos and they leave with 20 to 40 photos, high resolution that they can either print themselves or they can ask me to print it on glass um, for an additional cost. But mostly they just want to use it on either social media or for their own use. And because I never use their face in it, it's always anonymous. That's the empowering part in it as well. They know they're in it. They know I even sell it, but no one else knows it's them. Um, so yeah, that's what they get in return. Fantastic. So how do you see your work evolving? So I've got big plans, <laughs> as me. always. As <laughs> always. Um, no, so my ideal would literally be to have at least one body paint session a week. Um, if I could seven days a week, I really don't care. I had this experience in LA where I spent six weeks or five weeks, um, a few weeks back and I almost had a session a day and it felt just so great. Um, so what I would be wanting to do is build a team around me. And so they would help me with editing and providing that part of it. Whereas I would focus on the experience and like inspiring people and women and like them inspiring me basically. Um, so that I would like to do like every morning and then in the evening, for example, yesterday I did this live performance in a hotel and I loved it. Like literally, I really looked forward to it. And after four or five hours, I was like, okay, it's over. And it was really sad. <laughs> it's like, I want to be doing this all the time. So if I could, I would want to do like live performances in the evening, um, weekends, that kind of thing, really. So if we're saying like, what do you want to do? I want to empower as many women as I can. And I think there's a demand for it. And I think I can help people. And uh, like the reviews I get are amazing. So if I can share that with more people and get more people excited about it, then yeah. Incredible. So let's talk about your uh, recent trip to LA because we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. How was that for you? You were there for five weeks and you yes. were also selling at the other art fair? Correct. So what else were you doing during your time there? So I first started with traveling, which is amazing. I don't know if you've ever been to California, but it's, yeah, it's just amazing. <laughs> so after those travels, I was relaxed and I went to downtown LA. I stayed there with this really extravagant, amazing gay fashion designer. And he lent me his studio. He lent me everything I literally needed. And, um, the thing I focus on was getting to know people, getting to know women. And one of the first weeks I had the other art fair. So I sold uh, photographs on glass there and I sold my body paint experiences. And the first night I already got booked out like for the rest of the week, which was amazing. Um, so I started painting all these ladies and getting to know all these ladies. And that was my entire purpose. But I think like LA, I got as many business cards from people as I gave out. Like everyone wants to network and they want to show you what they're doing and the other way around. So the vibes around there is really what attracts me to LA and what I would be coming back for. So, um, yeah, what was I doing out there? I was doing the art fair and like getting to know people, enjoying life and spreading the word. Fantastic. And you're going back in, uh, in the autumn as well. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So I'm going back in September, um, thinking the entire month of September. Nice. So that would be good. And doing another one of the other art fairs because I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, getting to know more people out there and building a clientele. And which other fairs have you done in the past? Because I know you've done some in the UK as well. Yeah, so the last one I did was in Bristol in the summer. And it was the other art fair as well. 
Um, and it was a completely different experience. Um, in what way? Well, most of all, the energy. So Bristol was for me a turning point. As in, I stood there, uh, like I did live painting and the way people reacted to it wasn't the way I hoped it. Like it wasn't the way people reacted when I did it in my studio. No, it was completely different and more conservative, um, which is okay, but it wasn't the energy and vibe that I was looking for because I couldn't really level in that sense. So during that fair, I decided that I wanted to go to places where they would be more receptive of what I did. Um, and for me, like I immediately believed that that would be LA. So the next thing I did, I came back on a Monday and I applied to the other art fair in LA. And then now comparing it, like the two of them, I was right about my feeling about like trusting my gut in that sense. Um, and it could be because either I was on a higher vibe in LA or people are really just more receptive there. But in LA, they actually hug you. They were like, oh my God, I love this. This is so great that you want to help people. You want to do this. Whereas in the UK, it was like, oh, that's interesting. It's like different. Um, whereas other fairs I did, for example, Royce People in London, they're, like I think the most important thing about art fairs is also connecting with people, but also other artists. So I met another, uh, I met an artist there who connected me with someone in LA afterwards. And that's where I found a place to stay, downtown LA. So there's all these things around art fairs that it's always hard to decide whether it's worth the investment, yes or no. You never know what you're going to get into in return. But in the end, you always get something in return. So I think like it's a great investment in yourself and your art um, because you create, yeah, you're creating all these great connections. But then again, like LA for me was is way better. Yeah, it's been such it a learning curve, as you said, from all the different uh, different types of fairs that you've done in different locations. I've all yeah. played a part in it. Exactly, exactly. So you were telling me about a large event that you've got planned for next year, 2020. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, of course. It's still in the early stages, but um, I'm planning on doing a fundraising event where I'll have one big experience room where I'll paint ceilings, walls, everything you can imagine, furniture, clothing and props so that people can completely blend themselves in with the background. Basically what I do with body painting, but then with clothes on, like additional clothing, which I'm also doing in festivals at the moment. Um, and then there will be another room where I'll invite other artists that um, make works around body positivity, body anxieties, anything that has to do with the body to donate work. And thinking of raising the money for the Be Real campaign, which is all about body anxieties and getting people to understand what that means and why it limits you in life. Like, I still need to tie it all up, but it will be held in the Netherlands in this amazing industrial space. So I'm very excited for that and looking forward to that and also thinking about building a team around that. So all exciting things coming up. Oh my gosh, that sounds great. I mean, it sounds really big as well, actually, from the way you've talked about it. Yeah, it feels big. <laughs> <laughs> Always good to stretch yourself. Exactly. It makes me anxious thinking about it, which to me means that will be a stretch and that's a good thing. So, yeah, and I'm very excited for it. Oh, my God, fantastic. And, Claire, where can people find you online? They can find me on my website, um, anclaireflair.com, or, of course, on Instagram, because you're not an artist anymore if you're not on Instagram, uh, art by anclaireflair. Excellent. And I will add all of that in the show notes. Thank you so much for making time to talk to me today. No worries. Thank you for having me. It was, it was great fun. <laughs>
The Curator Salon hopes you enjoyed this production.